Hey, you guys, this is CJ here. Uh, we're here with Podcast 88 uh, for Multifamily Tips. And today we have Ashley, who is our multifamily uh, property manager. So really excited today to kind of go through everything multifamily from an investment side and how you can decide what type of uh, multifamily you want to invest into, whether that's syndications, buying your own multifamily properties and what to really look for. So I'll uh, hand it over to Ashley to introduce herself and we'll hop into questions. Hi, I'm Ashley. Um, I am the property manager for Independence Property Management um, for the multifamily assets. Um, and then just, you know, some thoughts on the multifamily real estate. Do you want me to jump into? Yeah, let's just jump in. Okay. okay. Um, so one of the questions a lot of people ask is the thoughts on why someone should invest in multifamily real estate. Um, so a couple of reasons that I think would be a good reason to invest um, would be the multifamily real estate is a, like a reliable quick cash flow. Um, it's something that you can invest in and see like your return back pretty quickly. Um, you can create passive income and build long-term wealth. Um, multifamily is easier to finance and quicker to expand your investment portfolio. So you can build a lot quicker by having more property. Um, and then there's also demand for multifamily. So especially with the market that we've been in, um, the crazy housing market, I think that's pushed people to apartment living until they find their, their next home. Um, so there's always going to be a demand for multifamily. Um, so there's, it's almost like recession proof in a way. Um, so protect your assets. Um, and then you also have better management options like me. So you can have actually someone to do the work for you, manage the property. Um, and then you just kind of sit back and see your wealth build. So. Yeah. I think that's great what you hit on, right? Like it's, it's easier to scale and it, it, the way I like to look at it is it's all in one place. So it's easier for you, the property manager to manage because you're not going around to all these different single family homes, trying to do maintenance requests. I also like that it's a single roof, right? Some of it, you know, you're only having to maybe a bigger payment, but you're only having to do it once and not, you know, a lot of small jobs, um, which I think is a huge benefit. Um, from from maybe you can speak to the uh, tenant base that you see, maybe the difference between multifamily uh, versus single family homes and just like uh, the length of stay or however you want to take that question. But someone's kind of thinking about, oh, should I go buy this four unit, um, for example, or should I just buy a single family home? What are those things that you think someone should be taking into consideration when making that decision? Um, so the I guess the, biggest strategy for making that decision would be one you want to choose like what type of market you're in so do you want to um like you know kind of what class do you want to cater to do you want senior properties do you want um you know like just multifamily of all ages like you got to kind of decide what market you want to cater to um and then you also um want to see like your location where do you want to be at um and then decide on how much you want to spend, what's your budget, and then narrow down, you can narrow down your search. So, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess for some, you know, someone who said, Hey, I've heard great things about multifamily. I think I'm going to have a lot stronger cash flow. How would you recommend someone to kind of navigate towards actually being able to purchase multifamily like you said it's very competitive this mm -hmm. asset class a lot of people are wanting to buy but how does someone make effort towards doing that and then i'll i have a 
made some input there as well i'd like to talk to yeah um i mean i think you would honestly just need to find like a real estate agent or a broker um just to kind of yeah you cj <laughs> um so you would contact cj um for any type of like investing in multifamily or single family homes um but yeah finding your investor your company to work for yeah and i think a big decision that i would say for people who are listening to this and maybe you have gotten into uh buying a single family home rental you've realized you want to go into multifamily. i think it's understanding what type of investment you're looking so um here at freedom we do sell some small multifamilies um to uh our turnkey buyers but uh a big part in these last couple of years has been investing um capital into larger apartment syndications where we're actually pooling the funds from ourselves and multiple investors to go put towards the down payment and the rehab budget to then go improve an asset um and basically what's different about that is you have ownership, you're getting a specific preferred return, but you are not dealing with all the headaches, maybe day to day or having to make all the decisions with someone like you, right? Um, you're just, it's a much more passive opportunity where you're going to get a quarterly um, report and get your cash flow and then typically have a bigger exit whenever we sell or refinance the asset. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just a decision of, do you want the true own ownership where maybe you can do a little bit, get a higher return, but you're probably going to have to put a lot more work into it yourself, right? From a time perspective, mm -hmm. or do you want to work with another operator such as Freedom Capital or all, there are many out there to, you know, make those investments. And I think it just depends on where you're at in your investing career and how active you want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would just say that from a multifamily perspective, you there's it depends what size you're looking at for making an investment. But you have to, you know, obviously reaching out to brokers or commercial agents who are involved with the multifamily asset space. But I've bought in multi units off of Craigslist. I've bought in them from wholesalers. Like um, there are a lot of ways to find opportunities off market, not just what's listed on the MLS or um, on LoopNet. Right? A lot of agents, um, because it is in such a high demand, they have people who they built relationships with and they call them pocket listings, right? They're just handing, uh, they know this opportunity is coming available and they'll send it to those who they know can actually close on the, close on the asset. Um, so I guess uh, maybe you can discuss a little bit how you feel the multifamily property management is different than uh, single family and uh, property management. Are there any differences there? How you manage the asset? from your perspective um from my perspective i'm not too sure because i have not managed single family homes um, i've only done multifamily. um but i guess it could be different one like you said everyone's under one roof um a little bit easier to i guess um remember apartment numbers and the way the property's set up and um you know how the units are addressed and um also closer tenant relationships too. So I feel like you see them more frequently. They stop by the office, you know, you're in contact with them more frequently than I think you do a, sang a single family home. Yep. Um, so that would be different. Um, 
And then I think they're different too, um, because I feel like multifamily, you know, it's going to, it's going to generate more cash flow for you than single family home. And I think that's the biggest one right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can get more, you can get more for your money pretty much in one space rather than just having a single family home. Exactly. Yeah. Typically you're paying a little less per door, right? You know, you'll hear like, oh, we're selling this at this asset at $50,000 per door. Whereas the single families in the re the area may be $150,000 a door. Right. And yes, maybe you're getting a hundred or $200 less in rent for the size, but it's typically not as significant for the price difference. So certainly the cash flow has been stronger. And that's why I personally have only purchased, uh, besides a, a single family home to live in, I've only purchased uh, small multifamilies because I wanted that cash flow. Um, I think a key difference is, uh, like you said, the cash flow is higher, but there are some additional expenses that someone needs to think about when they are investing in multifamily. So I was just working with one of our investors and he had bought and sold single family homes before, but um, it was a new thing for him to have to, you know, when he's budgeting or like underwriting his deals to think about, well, in Ohio here, we have snow removal, right? We have lawn mowing. And so typically for single family homes, some of those activities are put on the tenant from a responsibility standpoint, but from a multifamily we're normally organizing the lawn mowing, the uh, snow removal, and also sometimes in these multifamily units, the uh, utilities aren't separately metered, right? So you have to, maybe you're responsible for the water or you're responsible for the electrical, um, just because if they're not split out um, or separated, you know, how are you going to decide who pays for that? So there's ways to get around that by just charging a certain amount or proportionally, but um, just something to be cognizant of when you're doing your underwriting that there might be additional expenses than when you're uh, underwriting single family homes. Yeah. Um, I, I guess when you say uh, there is a, how, how do you kind of view multifamily in, in moving forward from where we're at from an economic environment, right? So right now, interest rates are going up a lot. Um, people are nervous about buying homes, but how do you think that's going to impact multifamily in general? Um, I honestly think there's nothing but growth for the multifamily. Um, from like my generation standpoint, there's not too many homeowners. Um, so they go more towards the multifamily units. Um, they don't want to be, I guess, I don't want to say tied down, but tied down in a sense. They want like simplicity. They want maintenance taken care of. They want landscaping taken care of. Um, so you get that type of group that, you know, goes more towards the multifamily. Um, and then I just lost my train of thought. You're good. I, I agree completely with that. And I think going into that, people are also, you know, they're not wanting to worry about it from a maintenance perspective, but they're also wanting more amenities, right? So typically, you know, when you, we, you start getting into maybe not a four unit, but you start getting into these larger apartment complexes, there's other amenities that are being provided, whether it's a playground, a pool, a workout facility, or just um, a front, you know, front office person, um, a maintenance uh, person, whatever that may be, I think you're able to um, 
consolidate that and be able to provide more for the tenant base at a lower price point. And that is obviously desirable. And I think we'll continue to be so as, as time moves on and exactly right. What you said, so many of my friends have said, Oh, with the interest rates, I'm going to hold off on buying, you know, even though people have great jobs and these mm-hmm. different things, they're scared off by the higher payments that they're going to have to have. Um, and in my opinion, they should still move forward with buying if that's what they truly want, right? They can always refinance later, but um, it's definitely an interesting uh, situation uh, to navigate. Um, I guess just for our, our viewers may like to hear, do you have any like fun stories being in the multifamily property management space or a scary story, maybe not too much to scare them off from the investment uh, moving forward, but just something fun that they may like hearing about? Um, I have some pretty, uh, crazy stories. I've done a couple takeovers where we've basically bought over the property and, um, you know, transitioned ownership. And we came into like a management company that had left, like pretty much abandoned the property. So these residents were without heat for a couple of months. They were without hot water. Um, so they were, they were mad. Um, and we got the brunt end of everything cause we were there, you know, kind of cleaning up the mess. Yep. And I mean, we have gotten cussed at we've gotten spit on we i mean there's just all kinds of stuff and you have to learn to not take it personal um because you know that kind of stuff can upset you a little bit but the good thing is for um you know you investing in multifamily is you do have that property management dealing with that for you so yeah. you know we're the ones that take the brunt of it but we're, we're handling that job for you so yeah. Um, and then there's some good stories too. You know, I've worked in senior um, community, like multifamily, 55 and over, um, and just making their day, especially I managed a property during the pandemic. They didn't have family visiting them. Um, the community rooms were shut down. Fitness, fitness center was shut down. So they came in my office and talk a lot to me and just talking to them or bringing your kid in to see, you know, or your dog to come in and see them, it made their day. So that was kind of happy that I got to uh, make their day during the pandemic and it was just so lonely for them. So yeah, they struggled, they struggled hard with not having family visiting them. So yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree, right. You see some wild things in the living conditions that people uh, live in, but therein lies the opportunity, right. I think for a lot of people who are looking to invest is, um, wanting to elevate the living conditions and uh, experience of their tenants and thus being able to achieve maybe higher rents. Um, you know, I've, I've come into properties in the last year or two that um, hadn't had a rent increase in 10 plus years, but they also had had very little, if no repairs done to their units in that time. Um, and there's just extreme deferred maintenance, things are broken, right? Um, and being able to, it can be as simple as, you know, replacing doors or just like, like you said, like making sure there's hot and cold water there, mm-hmm. you know, their ACs are working properly, all these different things that just are going to elevate their living condition and experience um, is something that I really enjoy, like helping and uh, trying to provide that safe, clean environment for people um, to reside in. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely rewarding. Uh, both financially and emotionally, like as you're helping others. Right. Um, and that's kind of why it's important to, to, um, I guess, do your research when it comes to property management companies. Like if you have someone managing your multifamily for you, um, just getting someone in there who is experienced, they have a history, like background in property management so that 
they can handle those everyday struggles and um, the everyday um, operations for the property and hopefully go in the right direction with it. So you see more cash flow, you see less maintenance, less unit turns, more uh, tenant retention. So that's the important reason for getting a good property management company. Yeah. Those. I, I love that you hit on that, Ashley. So uh, my role as investor relations here is I take all our uh, investors, client calls. Um, I'm the first point of contact um, for people who are looking to buy turnkeys, do private lending with us, as well as um, apartment syndications. And when people are talking about turnkey or, you know, active ownership, the number one question I get is, what is your management fee, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. 10%, right? And we, yeah. I can, we can go into more detail on that. But they never ask what you just said. How are you? How do you actually manage the property, right? right. What is your track record? Like, yep. you go do visits. how do you organize um, your, all your receipts, right? All the expenses that come through in a month, like all these things that truly matter because, you know, for me, I never wanted to do that part, right? I never wanted to be responsible for the property management perspective because I had another job. It isn't going to be my main focus. Um, and I think a lot of people look at that cost of 10% as a cost, but I, I truly think there is so much value that a property manager can bring, Mm -hmm. to an investor, right? Like for me, when I first bought my first duplex, um, I needed a new fridge, for example, right? And I would have gone to Home Depot and spent 800 bucks on a new fridge, right? But they knew um, a route for like a, you know, a, a cheaper way to get that. And I realized the value just there, right? Like I didn't have to go do the research, spend hours of my time, go to Home Depot, coordinate the delivery, and, you know, and they were able to get it done cheaper, quicker, faster with me not having to worry about it. And that was a huge win. And I said, yes, 100%. I am all in on the property management because they have the expertise. Yep. Yeah, we definitely um, build those vendor relationships so that we can, who to go to if this is happening, who to go to if the roof's, the roof's leaking or if your refrigerator goes out, you know. So we do try to build those vendor relationships so that we have someone that can get there to handle it right away. Yeah. So, um, actually, a, a loaded question here as we kind of wrap up. Um, <laughs> you know, if someone is interested in... Um, apartment uh, or, you know, multifamily or apartment investing, what is the best way for them to move forward with, uh, with us? Um, well, you would just contact CJ. He is with our Freedom Capital Investment Group. Um, so you just contact him and um, he'll walk you through and, you know, ask what you're looking for, what you want to see, where you want to be, and then they can help you from there. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, exactly that. So you guys, if you, um, there will probably be a link, uh, below whether you're watching this on YouTube or on our podcast, right. That has a link to freedom capital and you can go in there, schedule a call or just see, um, kind of review the different investment options that we have and would love to have a conversation and help you navigate that journey. Um, so hopefully you can reach out there and, uh, really looking forward to working with you. But uh, actually, we, we end all of these with uh, saying, uh, invest smart. Live happy. Awesome. I do, have well, one more thing. I do have one more thing to input. It's really important. Oh, please, please. Just a little, just a little share um, is 90% of all millionaires have became millionaires by investing in property. So I just wanted to share that.
No, agreed. I mean, I think that was a big uh, incentive for me to get involved with uh, real estate investing a long time ago um, and why everyone should do it, right? Whether it's via just your own personal home to start or um, doing rental properties or flips, there's so many ways to accumulate wealth uh, via real estate, uh, whether you want to be active or passive in it. All right, well, we'll end it here, um, like we do with every podcast. Um, invest smart. Live happy. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.